Hello and welcome to the Life and Digital podcast series. I'm joined today by Vincent Valere, who is the CEO of Impact Plus. Vincent, it'd be great if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Impact Plus too. Thanks. Nice to meet you. Hello, everybody. I'm Vincent. I'm CEO of Impact Plus. So um, I've been working in digital advertising for 15 years now, um, more than 15 years. Um, and uh, I created Impact Plus <coughs> three years ago, um, just in the middle of uh, the first lockdown, in the middle of COVID crisis. So it was when uh, all the digital investment were, were cut it. Yeah. It was not an easy thing to do. Did you, uh, did you, were you planning on setting up the business and then COVID hit or did COVID hit and then you decided to set up the business? No, I, I planned it to, I had this idea and then COVID hit. So we had time to, to prepare or to, to, to hit our, not hit, to, to prepare our, our pitch better, you know? Yes. A, a pitch for advertiser, we had more time. So it was, uh, it was okay. And it was a, uh, uh, time to market as well because it was a, a time where where, where we, we talk about uh, a lot of, of sustainability. Yes, absolutely. It became there were so many issues, weren't there, that became kind of very prominent for everybody during that during that period. Um, so, tell us a bit about Impact Plus. What does the what does the business do? So um, basically, uh, what I, I didn't say that uh, I, I created Impact Plus with two other female co-founders. Okay. And where did you meet? Where did you meet them? So I meet them in a, uh, during my career in a, in a famous ad tech. Yeah. So, uh, one uh, we are we are very complementary profile uh, as one of her uh, Audrey work uh, from a product point of view. Marion is leading the operation, and I have more uh, a sales product. Mm-hmm. So as we are a technological uh, company. We needed uh, a CTO to create a to, and to develop uh, the software uh, for our clients. So you had the right the right launch team. Exactly. Yeah, so key at the beginning, and 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 in terms of where you are now, and actually where you think the sort of the world of sustainability is now, how how do you how do you think the kind of the ad tech industry is for uh, kind of yeah sustainability at the moment? Uh, wow. So th- there is a lot uh, at the moment. Uh, there is a, a lot of initiatives going on. Uh, we've been participating uh, actively and closely to all market initiatives. So um, in France, there is a SRI uh, who have developed the first standard of the industry. Okay. Uh, with the help of IAB France, who is now called uh, Alliance Digital. Okay. It's a meet IAB France and... Uh, Mobile Marketing Association, which is called not Alliance Digital. So we have participated a lot to this critical review. And so far, this is the most advanced standard for the industry. Uh, then we have the, in Europe, the IAB Europe, uh, the Sustainability Committee Group, uh, which aim to build a standard. We are in this group and they just released uh, a guide. Uh, when, where we, uh, in which we have collaborated. Um, at a global level, at the global level, we have the WFA with the help of GAM, uh, who just released a quick action guide to reduce the greenhouse gas emissions for the industry. 
So Garm are the one who launched the MRC standard for viewability 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and there is also at a global point of view, Ayabe Tech Lab, uh, they are working on the supply path and we are also uh, working with this group. Um, and uh, more recently, for an institutional point of view, uh, a recent news uh, this week from the European Commission announced that big companies' scope 3 emissions reporting will be mandatory. Yes, we... Yeah, I read about this too, actually. And one of my friends works in, um, works in banking uh, and a very big bank. And I learned that um, they won't invest from a private equity point of view in big organisations or organisations that aren't meeting certain, certain sustainability targets. So this is a huge step for the, for the industry. Yes. Yeah, totally. Totally. When you're now speaking to customers, um, how aware are they of sustainability and the importance of decarbonising the supply chain within uh, media buying in, in, you know, in ad tech? Mm, uh, to be honest, when we launched, when we started Impact Plus three years ago, it was just the beginning. And yes. And about uh, uh, digital, digital impact of uh, digital advertising. Mm -hmm. So um, only few advertisers wanted to, to, to take care about this topic, uh, to be uh, forward thinking, mm -hmm. to be ahead of the, this competition. Uh, but uh, main of our clients, they have uh, clear CSR goals. And to be aligned with uh, the objectives taken by the Paris Agreement in 2K15, um, uh, the objectives say that we need to reduce from 55% our greenhouse gas emission uh, for the next 10 years. So uh, a reduction from 55% in 10 years is a reduction from 8 to 10% per year. So we have the only... Um, time or the only uh, thing we have, we have known a reduction from 8 to 10% was during the first lockdown. So I will let you imagine um, how important and how much effort we need to do uh, to reach a reduction from 8 to 10% per year. Uh, this is to maintain a plus 1.5 degree temperature raise. So big groups uh, want to be aligned with uh, those objectives taken by the Paris Agreement in order uh, to be aligned with their CSR goals. So this is why uh, they ask us to help um, their CSR goals for their scope 3, regarding their scope 3 emissions. Yeah, yeah, I very much understand. So how does Impact Plus um, help your customers to decarbonize? So um, we are a technological and a third party solution. Um, we place the energy at the heart of the media strategy, but without impacting media performance. Okay. okay. So we have created environmental KPIs, one for reach, one for views, and one for ROI. Uh, for example, we give the ROI of the campaign with the energy engaged for each euros, GBP or dollar invested. Yeah. Then big groups could integrate our data to their financial report. Okay. So, and that's all in a dash, that's all in a dashboard kind of form. So exactly. This is a, we work, uh, 
it depends on the level of the maturity of the client but whether uh, we work uh, with them as a POC and when uh, they have implemented uh, the, the low carbon guidelines we have advised them to uh, apply uh, then they can set golden rules they can set uh, a clear vision or a clear reduction roadmap uh, in order to reduce uh, and then they can roll out to a more automatized way to work together and they can roll out to our SaaS model. So whether we work uh, as we can say managed service or a self -serve, with self-serve platform. Okay, I understand. And uh, it might be quite complex, but um, what are you measuring in that process to provide that data? What, 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 yeah, what, what touch points are you measuring? Um, so uh, we need to know here that the repartition of digital energy consumption is divided into two parts. Yeah. We have the production uh, where we use or where we extract the rare metals for the production of TV, of smartphone or other devices. And then we have the usage where we can find uh, the energy for the, data, the, the, pro, the energy consumption for the data center the energy consumption uh, related to the use of the devices and the energy consumption uh, for the transport, which could be assimilated to the connection time. Okay? Yeah. Uh, so uh, this repartition could fluctuate per country according to the carbon intensity. For example, in France, the repartition between production and usage is 80% for production and 20% for usage. Okay. This is due a huge amount of the energy produced by nuclear and when you produce electricity with nuclear it emits just a few co2 okay okay uh, in the uk uh, the repartition and the balance will be more 55 percent for the uh, production and 45 percent for the usage for example as you don't use that much nuclear yeah you use a lot of renewable energy such as wind but as this energy is limited and you can stock it. You also use gas to produce electricity. And as you know, gas is fossil fuel and it emits much more CO2 than nuclear, for example. Okay, okay. So, so does that really affect, so how does that affect um, the decision a brand makes when it comes to where and how they buy media? So um, the, it affects the, the way on, um, when you target uh, a certain device uh, to deliver your ad, when uh, you target a connection type to, uh, to target your, your ad as well, and uh, it depends on the location of uh, uh, where the data center is, okay, in which country uh, are located the data center. So the, there is, in fact, three major components into the methodology, which mm -hmm. could be the data center, the device, and the transport, which is the connection type. But uh, you also have the format, who is really important in terms of energy consumption for the campaign. Yeah, I understand. So it's really, really interesting how you're accessing all those, all of that, all of that information. So in terms of um, the platforms that you can measure, what, what, uh, yeah, what platforms can you measure? I guess across brand, agency, tech vendor. What, what, what platforms can Impact Plus? Uh, measure? So, um, our 
solution is aimed to all the industry, whether okay. you are a brand, whether you work for a media agency, or whether you are a broadcaster and that network, uh, or an ad tech. So we can measure all the platforms from programmatic to social media to direct buying. Uh, as I said, we address all level of maturity of our client. And our goal is to turn them into the digital sustainability expert. And we guide them through this long path. And we measure, we measure a lot of channels as well, okay? such as uh, connected TV, uh, smartphone, tablet, uh, and desktop as well. Yeah, that's really cool. And, and if you're looking, at, I don't know if you can share this, but if you're looking at who your customers are, how split is that now across uh, technology, ad tech vendors, broadcasters, brands, and agencies? Where do you think you've seen the most kind of um, interest and engagement? Okay, so when we started uh, Impact Plus, uh, we began by the buy side, okay? Because as I said at the beginning, uh, they are the one who want to, to reach their CSR goals, okay, from the scope one to the scope two, uh, and now to, the scope, to their scope three. Uh, this is because uh, this is mandatory for them. And when we launch this offer aimed to brands, then ad tech, broadcaster, and ad network came to us and wanted us to give them the same uh, environmental KPIs that we provided to brands in order for them uh, to position themselves as sustainability experts as well. Okay, mm -hmm. so uh, we work with uh, with CPG, with automotive. So we work with brands such as L'Oréal, Nestlé, uh, Coca-Cola, uh, BMW, Procter and Gamble, LVMH. In fact, all the big groups. We work with Zander Advertising. We work. We work with Tids. We work with Azerion. We're going to launch big partnership this summer with major actors in terms of viewability. Mm -hmm. uh, our goal is to be plugged everywhere through, through uh, the API. So the entire um, industry could get access to the Impact Plus data. Okay, uh, Whether uh, the platform is, they could get access to the Impact Plus data. Okay, great stuff. Um... And then from a results point of view, um, you mentioned ROI. What, what sort of results do you think brands are starting to see on the buy side? Um, so the result is, uh, is tons uh, of CO2 uh, avoided. Okay. Yeah. So what, which is cool and uh, effective that we reduce their JG emissions, but without impacting the, their media performances. So the result is ton of CO2 avoided. We have the same business goals, business goals for the brands. So to sum up, uh, we can say that they do less with the same level of business. Sometimes less means better completion rate, better media performances in terms of cost as well. Okay. So they come to us and we identify a clear reduction strategy for them, which is aligned with their CSR goals. Okay, great stuff. And, and, and when you're looking at that um, uh, reduction, um, do you also look at things like offsetting um, and, and how brands can offset as well as, as, well as decarbonize? So uh, we, are, we are much focused on reduction first. And after reducing, the companies can offset the residue with certified programs. Because we are in digital, 
So it will be always there will there will there will always be energy provided. So there will always be uh, energy residue. So with this residue, you can offset uh, with certified program, as I said. But uh, before offsetting, there is a lot of way to reduce uh, the energy consumption of a given campaign. Okay. Yes, I understand. And and do you think um, offsetting? If you're looking at decarbonizing versus offsetting, is it fair to say what's more important than the other? Where, where do you think the kind of equality or balance is between decarbonization and, and offsetting? So we need to, to be focused on, uh, on reduction first, as I said, because uh, if you offset uh, without reduction, you don't change uh, your, your way of production. So it doesn't... Uh, uh, won't be helpful for for your business so you really need to off to to reduce first and each action uh, counts okay so what what we have done at impact plus so we we bring the principles of digital sobriety to the specificities of online advertising for example um, a way to reduce uh, his campaign uh, is to act on the creative aspect. Mm -hmm. uh, before the campaign has started, we make the eco an eco-conception of the campaign. So you have to know that uh, the more a creative will be heavy, the more it will consume electricity, and the more it will emit CO2, of course. So what we do when we receive a creative at the beginning of the campaign, we will have a look um, at the weight, the size, the resolution, and the compression. And our goal will, will be to optimize the asset. Okay, so when we receive a 15 megaoctet asset for a given uh, video campaign, we will turn it into a 8 megaoctet without impacting the quality of the message seen by the user. So uh, that will be a reduction uh, from 15 to 8 megaoctet uh, with uh, an ad that will be delivered uh, 100 millions of uh, times, uh, the reduction could be really important, okay? So yes, a reduction, yeah, it's the absolute key. We can act uh, on the format it's itself. So for example, from a, a social media point of view, we are gonna look at a real or the story media performances and according to the energy consumption of one to the other we can make an upgrade toward the best format in terms of media performances and in terms of energy consumption as well uh, we can act on the flight date of the campaign depending on the best day uh, on the best time of the day depending on the carbon intensity so there is best moment during the day there is best day during a week, for example, or there is best week during a month, if you, if you have an always-on campaign, where you can make an upgrade toward those best days, okay? It's incredible. It's like um, when programmatic advertising emerged and you could look at from a targeting point of view, you know, day, time, geo, it's so, um, I see the similarities and how it aligns so well to um, that type of technology. But it's, yeah, it's fascinating that you can give businesses that level of insight on how to reduce their their carbon footprint is um and how, how much action do you see brands taking when you give them this data how much action do you see going into their buying decisions 
So we advise them to, to not make all in with our low, car low carbon uh, guidelines uh, from the beginning, but they, uh, they are beginning like slowly with uh, one guidelines. And then what, once they've seen that this, uh, that implemented this reduction action uh, doesn't affect uh, their media performances, then they could implement the second reduction action. Okay? Mm -hmm. Go step by step with them, and this is uh, what we plan at the beginning of the year. This is part of uh, our strategy with them. Yeah, so it's very embedded. And just just before we finish up, if we're looking at the next twelve months, it's been a fascinating journey for you at Impact Plus over the three years, and we can see how quickly this is developing. If you look to the next twelve months, what do you think? What do you think will be the next big changes and, and actions we see for sustainability across across the advertising ecosystem? So we, we might have a standout uh, in the next few months or year where the industry could rely on. Uh, that would be a good next step to level up the maturity of the industry. Um, and the industry will need third party solution like us to pilot monitor and to give benchmark to see if, if what they has been doing so far is good or if it needs to be improved. Yeah. Uh, we, will, we will have more data as well. Uh, which is good because we, we, we could provide more uh, reduction action and we will have to identify clear KPIs to pilot toward an efficient, an efficient uh, reduction roadmap. And this is what we are already, uh, already doing at Impact Plus. So uh, yes, this is my, uh, my vision, but uh, 12 months uh, uh, will be achieved. Uh, really rapidly and there will be uh, a lot of news uh, I'm sure yeah well I can't wait we'll have to um, do this again in uh, in kind of uh, a year's time post post can next year and post the summer next year and see 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 how it see how it develops but yeah it's a it's a an amazing an amazing journey and such an important part of the industry and the the pace of change just as kind of in our role uh supporting the industry the pace of change and watching uh, sustainability come onto the roadmap over the last 18 months has been yeah, incredibly rapid. So I'm sure we've got a really big 12 months ahead. Yeah, for sure. And uh, uh, there is one last statistic, which is uh, quite, uh, uh, I don't know how to say, but it's uh, maybe shocking. There is 4 billion of people on social media right now. Yeah. Which is nearly 60% of the population. So that means that 60% of the population consume a huge amount of video each day okay so uh, the more the population will be old the more this figure will increase as well so we could reach or it's, it's, it won't be surprising for us to to, to reach 80 percent of the population uh, uh, making infinite infinite scroll down and video binging every day so video is one of uh, the major uh, uh, consuming channel or content uh, on digital. So uh, yeah, and it's funny. Uh, it's also what's being driven. What's being driven so much from an advertising point of view is very sticky. Exactly, it won't uh, consume the, the consumption and, and the growth won't stop uh, uh, like that. Well, Vincent, it's been a it's been a real pleasure having you on the podcast. I'm sure if people have any questions, they can reach out to you and your to you and your team. 
Pleasure shared. Thank you very much.